Welcome to the Clifford Chance podcast, where our experts discuss pressing issues and trends faced by the business world today. On 19th October 2021, Ursula von der Leyen unveiled the European Commission's work programme for 2022. While we had already been given an idea of what it would contain in her State of the Union speech in September, this week we got the full picture. Today, I'm joined by two of my colleagues here in Paris to discuss the work programme and what to look out for. Michel Petit is the former head of the European Commission's legal service and now of counsel at Clifford Chance. Michel spent a total of 27 years in the European Commission and worked in various DGs and cabinets, so he knows the inner workings of the Commission, and he's going to share some insights with us today. I'm also joined by Gail Orton, who's our head of EU Public Policy. My name is Sonia Ambadka, and I'm a trainee currently doing a six-month secondment in Paris. Before we get into the detail of this work programme, I wanted to start off by setting the scene. Gail, what is the work programme? So um, every year, the European Commission adopts uh, what they call their work programme, and that is um, the legislative proposals that they're going to publish the following year. The document outlines the key themes um, and the actions that will be taken under each heading, and it's accompanied by a detailed annex that lists all the initiatives along with an estimated timeline. And it's a very useful document because the Commission usually sticks to that plan. It's a sort of political commitment, and a lot of work goes into putting it together. Uh, it's quite rare for the Commission to depart from the work programme. Normally that would only happen you know, in unforeseen circumstances that weren't known at the time of its adoption. We saw that, for example, in 2020, um, the work programme had to be adjusted halfway through the year as the COVID-19 crisis took hold in Europe. What happens more frequently uh, is that proposals are delayed. So they run into headwinds internally as they're being scrutinised. I saw that just this afternoon that the proposal on sustainable products, which was foreseen for 2021, for example, has been pushed back into 2022. Um, I also just want to say what the work programme is not. It isn't an exhaustive list of everything the Commission will do next year. It only focuses on legislation, and even that legislation is at the level of directives and regulations. A lot of the Commission's work is actually through delegated acts and implementing acts, and those don't feature at all in the work programme. Similarly, um, work such as FTA negotiations aren't covered uh, by this document. So, Michelle, the information is still relatively new, and I know you haven't had a huge amount of time to digest everything, but what are your overall impressions of the work programme? Well, Commission's work programmes are always a bit deceiving uh, because they have to be seen in light of previous work programmes. In fact, they follow suit over the whole mandate. So they are always consistent with the priorities of the current commission. And we find that in the present work program, uh, the initiatives put forward revolve around the six themes of the mandate, the environment, a European green deal, technology, entitled by the commission as a Europe fit for the digital age, business and employment, that is an economy that works for people, foreign policy, nicknamed a stronger Europe in the world, education and lifestyle, promoting our European way of life, 
And finally, democracy and freedom. However, we also see the theme of strategic autonomy creeping into the program, uh, in particular via a new European CHIPS Act, and also to the amendment to improve the blocking statute regulation, uh, designed, as you probably know, to protect EU firms from the extraterritorial reach of third countries. And this, of course, has the potential to have a particular impact not only on sectorial activities, financial services will be in the forefront, but globally on the EU-US relationship as a whole. Since the beginning of Mrs. von der Leyen's term as Commission's president, the work program has contained significant and ambitious proposals, including new rules for online platforms, the famous Digital Market Act, or update of the old 2000 e-commerce directive, the also famous Digital Services Act, legislation on artificial intelligence, even the Fit for 55 package of those 13 legislative initiatives to reduce greenhouse gas emissions in Europe um, by 55% in 2030. This year's program is more of a complement to initiatives that were already launched under the previous work programs and are already underway. Uh, we find no new landmark initiatives foreseen in the present work program. This doesn't mean that they are unimportant because most of them will update previous texts and that is often a very difficult business to achieve. So, Gail, can we see any themes emerging through the programme? Yeah, um, as you read through, there are certainly some clear themes that emerge. Um, Perhaps I'll mention just a couple and then hand over to Michel for his thoughts. Uh, The first thing I think um, is coming back to a point Michel has already made, but there's a continued strong focus on the environment. Uh, on the Green Deal and on tackling climate change. Uh, we see that through various initiatives like the removal certification or a new right to repair for consumers and measures to reduce the release of microplastics um, in the environment. There are also several planned revisions to existing environmental legislation. As Michel said, sometimes that's very important work. Um, for example, on water and air quality. Um, the second theme is... Um, Unsurprisingly, that the COVID-19 pandemic has led to action in a number of areas. Perhaps the most striking initiative in the list is the Single Market Emergency Instrument. The stated aim of that appears to be to ensure a coordinated response to future crises, but also ensuring solidarity between EU member states. That text in particular, I'll be interested to see the proposal when it's published and current estimates are that we should expect to see it early next year. Um, I think that could be a significant uh, initiative. Another fallout of the crisis is the supply of semiconductors. Um, Nobody will have missed that. Uh, And a European CHIPS Act is foreseen next year as the EU seeks to secure a stable supply of semiconductors. And Michelle, are there any other themes you would like to add? Yes, there are a few more. Of course, I will work program is essentially a list, so we probably sound a bit like listing uh, 
items, uh, but there are a few more. Um, financial services in particular will remain in focus. Uh, there is a planned reform of insolvency proceedings, which is part of the Capital Markets Union. There is an instant payment uh, initiative, and there is a facilitating SME access to capital initiative. If we understand well, the, the reform to the insolvency proceedings will essentially seek to suppress or at least reduce options left to member states by previous EU text. It has a potential to make a real difference, but also will probably be difficult to achieve in full because typically all the options previously given to member states all had good reasons and it's going to be very difficult to convince them to remove them. That is a sort of classical um, way forward of basic directives being improved over time. There are also important updates to competition policy. Uh, the vertical and horizontal block exemption regulations will be updated, um, likely the first in May and the second in December 2022. There will be a revision of certain procedural aspects of EU merger control uh, in the first half of 2022, and a revision of the notice on market definition at the end of 2022. All these uh, were the subject of intense um, information around and commenting uh, by the professionals ahead of that. There is also worth mentioning the new relationship between the United Kingdom and the EU. Uh, this has also impacted the work program. For example, with a proposal to improve security-related information exchanges between the EU and third countries. And finally, with a clear eye on developments in Poland, the Commission is planning a new European Media Freedom Act in the second half of 2022, the aim, of course, being to increase transparency, independence, accountability around actions affecting media ownership and pluralism. So we've discussed the forward-looking 2022 work programme, but what about the 2021 work programme? Has that been completed? No, but 2021 is not finished yet. Uh, it has indeed been a, a busy year for the Commission. Um, remember artificial intelligence proposals in April, regulation on foreign subsidies in May, uh, several big ticket items have been pushed back and must, must still be tabled. And perhaps it's worth mentioning uh, a few of these initiatives which are still to come. On financial services, the Commission must push through the Basel III final implementation, uh, namely the sixth Capital Requirements Directive and the third Capital Requirements Regulation, CRD6, CRR3, as they are called, as well as the revision of the Markets in Financial Instruments Directive, MIFID, and Regulation, MIFIR. 
An anti-money laundering package is also weighted before the end of the year. That's for financial services. On sustainable corporate governance, very much awaited is the proposal on mandatory supply chain, due diligence and director's duties, uh, which has been pushed back twice and is now expected at the very end of the, of the year. Finally, worth mentioning, a new data act aimed at ensuring access to and use of data, including in business-to-business -business and business-to-government situations, also expected to be published in December. Thank you very much, Michelle and Gail. Perhaps we can finish by summarizing the key points we've talked about. The 2021 work program, which contained several big policy items, is nearing completion, with a new data act expected in the near future, as well as various financial services initiatives. For 2022, we see that the Commission is steadily expanding on initiatives put in place in previous years, particularly in relation to sustainability and climate change, financial services and technology. The COVID-19 pandemic is driving some key proposals, such as a single market emergency instrument, and easier access to capital to help businesses recover from the economic effects of the pandemic. In addition, several aspects of competition policy are being updated to make compliance simpler and to adapt to a changing business environment. And finally, thank you for listening to this Clifford Chance podcast. Please feel free to get in touch. Our contact details are available on the Clifford Chance website. You have been listening to the Clifford Chance podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast by visiting cliffordchance.com and follow us on LinkedIn. Until next time.